If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 294. It's Monday, July 5th, 2021. Welcome back to the Boop Show. This is the Boop Show. I'm Scott Johnson with uh, Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott Johnson. How are you? I'm all right. I got. Uh, I've been eating these here. These blue diamond almonds and peanuts, oh. salt and vinegar, and they're and they're bold. It has the word bold on there, which means bold. A ton of it, which means I'm super salty right now. So you guys get ready, Salty Johnson, in your face, <laughs> Salty. Jo- yeah. <laughs> Salty Johnson all up in here. That's right. Oh, my God. Look out. Hey, I got to ask you, though. Yeah. What's the, what's the uh, almond to peanut ratio in that thing? Um, Let's see. I'm going to say I, more peanuts than, alm- than, alm- than of almonds. Of course. So probably something w- like 70-30, I think. I was hoping. just I was just hoping beyond hope maybe just one time Blue Diamond wouldn't rip me off and pretend no. like it's most half and half, you know? They're here to screw you over. That's their job. Yeah. So we got I, uh, some extra peanuts. Show us what should we do with them? How yeah. about we fill that almond <laughs> container up from thirty to to hundred percent? That's right. Peanuts. Hey, by the way, I hope everybody had a nice Fourth of July weekend. If you're here in the states, if you're elsewhere, you probably don't care. But I guess a week ago, the Canadians had their thing, and uh, you know it's it's okay. Have a little pride in your in your country. That's fine. You may not be perfect, but you can uh, you know you can go out and have some fun and whatever. Uh, oh my god! The last you know the last <laughs> what decade or so, it's like. Uh, it's like you want to have pride in your country, but you don't want to have too much pride. No. Because you don't want to be accused of being a nationalist, right? Yeah. You is that be a bad careful. word? Yeah. Well, I don't know. These days, you never know what's good or bad anymore. All I know is this. Uh, we ate poorly and uh, had Ooh. fun. I, I was at a family reunion all weekend, and I played a bunch of Mario Golf while I was on the road. Uh, that's a good time. And I got to tell you, the fun uh, the fun time or the funnest time I had with the Mario Golf was playing wirelessly with me and somebody else's switch. So we were we were playing across the room from each other. I had a whole bunch of matches and kind of our own little built-in tournament, and it was a blast. And uh, yeah, if you like playing golf, Mario Golf's a pretty good game of golf. It's not a it's not a mind-blowing game overall, but if you're looking to just sit down and play some Mario ass golf, boy howdy, is that is that what that is? Uh, so it was all right. We also played NBA 2K on Apple Arcade, which. Or 2K1, oh. I guess it is. They have their kind of arcade edition of their sports franchise yeah. on there. That really surprised me because hook up a couple of controllers to that thing. You're playing like high fidelity freaking basketball game on, on an iPad or a phone. It looked crazy good. I was really shocked by that. Uh, so we played a bunch of that. All that stuff's good. I just, I'm just saying, if you're going to get out of town, do it in style. Play a little sports, you know, little sports games. Yeah. Sure. A little sports game. Now, hey, but once you got to family time, you you put your devices up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, until somebody got political or whatever, and then I (laughs) pulled them back out. (laughs) Like, oh, we're doing that, are we? All right, Mario, who's playing? Let's go. Bing, bing, bing. I'll be, you know what? You political ones, you guys can be uh, Wario. He's kind of a dick. You can be him. He's kind of a dick. I'm going to let you be Mario. Yep. You can be Waluigi. He's a dick. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's all fun in the hood. It's all fun in the in the, marsh- or the mushroom kingdom until somebody gets their eye popped out. Anyway, uh, it's all good, all fun and everything else. Uh, I noticed you have a note here about cleaning out your 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 key mailer list, your, your list of devs that have sent you keys. And I kind of have the same problem. I got stuff stacking mm-hmm. up, man. Yeah, Stack yeah. It it's, so whatever you wherever you belong to Keymeller, Keymeller.co, no secret there. If you're a streamer and you would like games for a review, that's a great place to do it. Uh, put you in touch with publishers, developers who are looking for people to to put those games out there. And I've been doing that for a while for this show, and I have a couple of them that I feel like I need to catch up on because they were getting close 
to the time that the campaigns have ended. And I always feel bad when I don't play a game and somebody sends it to me and I kind of want to play it. Yeah. Like Sky Beneath, I've been playing that. It's, that game's it's cool. That game's it cool. is cool. Yeah. Uh, Mech Armada, mm-hmm. also a pretty cool game. Got some, uh, it's still early development, some some VO stuff that kind of annoys me, but the <laughs> gameplay is kind of fun. Yeah. And then Ranch Simulator. I say I'm going to play this all the time. Yeah. I, and I got back into it again, and it just keeps getting better. I just feel like this is going to be once once it reaches full speed, this is going to be so much fun. It's just a silly, goofy ranch simulator game. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so I far. agree. Well, I've been trying. So, to, I have that game as well, and it's a little rough in those early patch days, but uh, probably should check back in see how things are going. Right, but none of those things are ready for review yet for me. This I just played a little bit of gameplay through to my YouTube channel. That way I at least get like, you know, a hashtag on those games so they at least know I'm looking at them and not just totally ignoring them. Right. Right. Eh, you're doing the right thing, Brian. That's good. You're living by I'm, a code of I'm ethics. Doing the, I'm doing the best I yeah, can. Yeah, you're doing the best you can. That's all you can ask. All right. Well, now let's us do the best we can with this. Time to talk about some indie and retro news coming up here on the show. We like to do this each week, and if you have your own stories you'd like to share, head on over to boopshow.reddit.com and submit your own. Good news, everybody. Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is coming, and it's coming fast. Now, I've been told this isn't what people think it is. Uh, right. Think, people think this is a relationship, romance, freaking anime-ass game, and it is on the surface, but apparently there's something real wacko but just below the surface. And you're supposed to play it thinking you're getting one thing and then you get something totally different. And I haven't played it, but John Jagger, among others, have told me uh, many times, hey, Scott, you really should play Doki Doki Literature Club because it is the weirdest. It goes to the weirdest places you've ever seen in a video game. And I don't know what that means. But the, yeah, it's supposed to be like a psychological horror game. I, and it, there was, I think, Doki Doki Literature Club. It when it was originally released, it was free. But this is the plus version, and it it carries a cost with it of like you know fifteen bucks or something. Uh, and you're right, it looks like a, one of those relationship simulator things. And I was just like, I don't know. But it came out on July. It came out on June June the thirtieth. So yeah. it just came out what last week. Yeah. Uh, right after we did the boop show. That's right. Uh, it's getting overwhelmingly positive reviews. And even when I watch the trailer, I can't seem to get it. Yeah. I, I just don't seem it's outside my comfort zone. And uh, I, I post this uh, poll in the in the in the Reddit uh, boop show Reddit yeah. about getting outside your comfort zone. And I'm just like, I really got to force. I feel like I'm missing out, man. I mean, this looks like, I mean, look how many, these people are so excited about this game. Yeah, no, it has its fans. But I think, again, you got to remember that the key here is that it's not what it, it's not what it appears to be. So in other words, it'd be like playing, I don't know, uh, we'll use, we'll use Nintendo again. Let's say you opened up a package and went, oh, it's the new, um, what are the little, little dudes that run around, little tiny guys? What what are they called? Uh, that game. Lemmings? No. Pikmin, Pikmin. Let's Pikmin. say you open it up and you're like, ah, oh, the new Pikmin game. But then you start playing and then a portal opens up to hell and now you're playing Doom. It's a little like that. It's like really weird, out of nowhere stuff that I don't know personally, but I just know that there's some some wackadoo business going on. Right. And it's not right. what you think it is. So anyway, uh, out there, if you guys would like to check it out. Yeah, Frog Fractions is a good comparison, J.C. Calhoun. Hmm. That's another game where you thought you were doing an educational game about frogs and, and math. And it turned into a totally different world. Um, I, there's something really cool about that when games figure out a way to do that. And, and Doki Doki Literature Club is exactly that. So check mm-hmm, it out. Mm-hmm. Well, not exactly that because that's a different game. Anyway, hey, <laughs> check this out. Uh, also, the Fermi Paradox is on its way. Look at this. The Fermi Paradox is a choice-driven sci-fi narrative strategy game in which your decisions in one corner of the galaxy could end up uh, messing up an entire end, a civilization on the other end. Uh, guide species through the millennium or millennia to help them explore the vastness of space, make contact, and perhaps create harmony. I, I think you should play that trailer that I included over to the right hand side of that on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, this is this is also one of those things. It's like I was trying to find games because I didn't actually try to find games. A lot of games that were released this week are games outside of my comfort zone, and this is one of them. It's also receiving mul- uh, mostly positive. I'm not really. 
usually into the choice-driven narrative strategy games. I mean, I mean, is this a four X game? Extent. Is this like a you know, I don't know, like Civ in space kind of thing, or what? What is this? I think it's a little less than that. I think it's a little more story-driven. I, I, I think there's a lot of reading. <laughs> Yeah, you think there's some reading involved, like like choices. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you made a choice, and now here's what happened, but not in an illustrative way. More in a now you get to read this part of the story, and mm. and this is what happened. It, play the play the YouTube video, and they kind of explain it a little bit better than I can. Yeah, absolutely. we're looking at the visuals of it now, but I I I would um, I think I'm actually interested just on the face here. I like this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks really good. It looks very intriguing. I do like the idea of. And kind of the butterfly effect, uh, or the or the Fermi paradox in this choice, uh, in in this case, mm-hmm. and I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch for this. Looks looks, looks cool. Er, it's on sale right now. Early access. Early access for seventeen oh nine. The Fermi paradox. That's a good price. That's a good price. That's a good price. Also, uh, it's a, got a demo. Looks like yeah. You play the demo. Does it have a demo. Yeah, you want to play the demo? Get in there and play that there demo. Also in the news, Wonder Boy, Asha, and Monster World is uh, coming or is out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, an icon of adventure is back, everybody. Remember Wonder Boy back in the day on your, uh, oh, what was the famous, uh, What were the, was it the NEC um, uh, Turbo Graphics you played Wonder Boy on? I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, you keep one, talking, I'll keep looking. It be, uh, you become a real Wonder Boy uh, <laughs> in this game, and you it's, it says here it stays true to its roots. As the latest part of the legendary and successful series that date back to date, dates back to 1986. Yeah, Sega. Uh, it was definitely a Sega game, so it must have been yeah 86. You said what yeah. was that? What what console was 86? Uh, Master System, maybe. I think so. um, if it was Sega, it would have been Master System, I would assume. Anyway, right. if you like Wonder Boy, Wonder No More. Also, it was in Wonder the. No I think More. it want to say it was an arcade game for a while. Wasn't there a Wonder no. Boy, Boy arcade game? It, it it was on the Commodore 64, the Amstrand CPC, like, like you were trying to say, I think, the ZX Spectrum, yeah. the Master System. They had it on the Game Gear. Yeah. And, and get this, you could have played it on the Wii Whoa. Virtual Console. Whoa. Yeah. Wii? Get out of here. Whoa. The Wii. Well, it's new again, everyone. What? So dive in, get in there, and see what you think. And a reminder before we get into our games this week, if you head to our Reddit page and you submit a story, we might just talk about it on the show, boopshow.reddit.com. Is it a new release you think we should check out? Is it some other kind of news that relates to indies? Let us know, boopshow.reddit.com. Okay, Brian. Uh, I've been putting this off because we had other stuff to talk about, but I'm so glad I'm finally talking about it. I'm here to tell you all about today a game called Wildermyth. Wildermyth. Yeah. I've been waiting for this. Have you uh, had any other exposure to this game before now? Have you heard of it? Have you? What, what's your? Yes, doing? I mean, I, this is the game that I was going to play a few weeks back, and uh, and something else came up. I forget what it was, and I was going to I was going to circle back around to it, and I didn't get to. So well, Scott's getting to play the Wildermyth. Let me know with the worst. Okay, worth well, let me not. tell you what I, what I think of this. This is a pretty rad game. It's made by World Walker Games. They both published mm. and made it. Uh, came out June fifteenth, twenty twenty one, at a price of twenty four ninety nine. Uh, if that sounds like a lot for a small indie, maybe normally you'd be right. I think it is a steal because this game is on my short list for best indie game of the year. Probably right now, I think it's in first. It's really, oh. really good. Um, here's the official description: Wildermyth follows heroes over their whole careers, from their pitchfork days to their powerful primes, and on into old age uh, and memory, meaning they die. Uh, in a party-based procedural storytelling RPG where tactical combat and story decisions will alter your world and reshape your cast of characters. Uh, everything they say there, c- c- uh, count those all as promises fulfilled because they do exactly what they say. Um, and it is amazing. I think this thing is going to influence games like it for mm. years to come. And I, this is a dev to just like keep your freaking eyes on because I feel like in some very fundamental ways, they have reshaped what an, what an RPG can be. And especially one where it definitely harkens back to what it might feel like to kind of run your own D&D campaign, but with, you know, characters that aren't other humans um, or, you know, players that aren't. You're basically just sort of running this, this thing, and it feels very D&D in some ways. Um, right. But, but not in, like, complicated, t- too much math sort of rules sort of ways, but just... 
kind of what it's like to create characters and have them be certain archetypes, have certain attitudes, how that how that changes the way things are played, um, the kinds of choices they make, the percentage chance of getting those things right or wrong. Like there's not overt dice rolls, but kind of implied kind of percentage right, type right. stuff based on who you are. Um, anyway, I think it's really, really great. What I love about it, here are some of the pros. Uh, for me, it's the d- dynamic story. It feels like your own personal, like I said, D&D fantasy campaign every time you play it. And it never feels the same, partly because it is never the same. Um, your characters are generated. Uh, their names, their attributes, what they look like are all generated before the campaign. And you can change it and re-roll them and do all sorts of stuff. So you're never starting with the same people uh, twice. The game is highly replayable. Um, the combat is amazing. It's turn-based, uh, which I love anyway. But despite the simple art style, which I'll get to in a minute, it just feels like it's full of depth. Um, for example, one of the things I really like about it is the magic cl- uh, class in the game. Oh, and I forgot what they call themselves. Anyway, basically the mage, the mage type characters. Um, one of their chief abilities right out of the gate is instead of doing okay. So let's say you've got a bad guy thirty feet from you. Instead of sending a, a fireball to him and hurting him. Instead, you basically possess objects in the world around the enemies. So you might take control of a bookshelf, and then that bookshelf is going to fire a bunch of books at you and hurt you and give you blunt damage. Uh, He might uh, take over the fireplace and send fire your direction from the fireplace. So, like, there's this environmental stuff going on. Now, do you get, like, uh, Beast Vision, where you you become the object and you you see from that point of view, and then... No, no, none of that. that It's just a top-down kind of almost like a tabletop-looking thing. So I should explain this art style for those who aren't watching it. Um, It's very comic book. The story itself is very comic booky. There's you know word bubbles and dialogue and and these characters and they all the characters all have bad backs basically. Um, If you look at the style, they're just all hunched over, and I don't know why that is. And I'll get to it's one of my cons of the game. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but also the con is, that, is, is that what you're putting in your Steam review? Yeah. Uh, all characters have bad backs. They seem like it. I mean, I, if I had to, the thing is, I can't complain too much because what they're actually pulling off with these simple character designs is right. nothing short of groundbreaking. And in any other format, like if they're going to do, you know, really complex 3D models or something, right, it's right. a way bigger production. Like I don't even know how you'd even do that with a proper, you know you know triple a uh freaking budget or anything like I, what they've pulled off with these simple characterizations and, and little riggings is really really neat um i'll get to that in a second uh that stuff just feels really dynamic despite that simple art style so i really like the combat the combat by the way looks like paper craft like everything around you objects walls uh furniture whatever it's like paper cutouts um, right. this is on purpose. This is, you know, this is the design style they were going for. And again, I think it serves the game fine aesthetically, but moreover, it serves it mechanically because to do much more than that would require just so much more focus on f- the technical and they, and it would mean they had less time to spend on the just whimsical and amazing story stuff and everything else. So I have no problem with it from that perspective. But when you first see it, it leaves this impression of like, Oh, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know, paper, like little paper people. Do I really want paper people? The you number know? one complaint I'm seeing from people is that, that they just can't deal with paper people. Yeah. I don't it's know why that's a problem people for presentation people. that's causing problems. Yeah. I don't know why people have such a problem with it. I don't have that big of a problem with it. But you can see this, by the way, this mage girl's doing exactly what I was telling you, like controlling the bookshelf and having to attack the, the boar and I everything. Yeah. Then they get experience. You go level up. There's loot. And when you get the loot, you decide who gets it. You can rename the loot. So instead of the tree of life staff of of Beelzebub or whatever, you can go <laughs> penis stick or whatever you want to do. You call it whatever you want. Um, it's a lot like. Now, the closest comparison I would have to this in terms of how it feels to me right. is uh, Divinity 2 Original Sin or, or Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, big sprawling RPG. It's the same guys that are working on the new Baldur's Gate three game. The, in terms of like combat and just like structure, it's very similar to that kind of game, but where it really excels is in a way that even those games don't, those games have kind of linear stories and you can 
behave and do things within those stories to change them and end up in places you wouldn't expect. So it's not like it's not dynamic. It certainly is. But this game does things dynamically with the story that blow your mind. It makes you feel like you're playing you're playing in a world that is going to change a billion different ways every time you play it. It never feels like it's pre-written, pre-done, pre-whatever, which is kind of crazy because these little cartoon comic characters are all laid out in comic style in a way that looks like it was all drawn together, but they're not. These are dynamically assembling themselves. The dialogue is being dynamically created, and it's all based on your actions in the world and what you're doing and where you want to go next. Um, the feeling of real progression and therefore like loss when a character dies or ages out or quits uh, or you accidentally lose them or whatever it is from your team, it's way more meaningful. You actually get attached to these people, which is the strangest feeling because, again, they're just little paper dudes. Right, just little paper people. Yeah, um, but that feeling of loss and gain is really, really cool. Um, I think the UI is really awesome. Like the actual user interface stuff is is very well done. If I had any cons, it would be I'm still not totally in love with the comic style um, or the papercraft stuff. But again, it's lessened. It's less of a problem once you see how strong the systems are, because then you realize, oh, well, you want to go simple here because anything more complex would take away from why this game's amazing. So, so I don't. I kind of have a problem with it and don't at the same time, if it makes any sense. I had a bigger problem with it as a first impression than I do now that I've seen how deep this game is. Um, it's currently got overwhelmingly positive new and current reviews. So their entire review system is like off the charts positive. I've yet to read any negative reviews. Um, I'm sure they exist, but uh, they're, they're, they're killing it on steam. People love this thing and rightly so. Um, some of the music gets under my skin. I'll actually play a bit of this. Uh, so you can hear it because there's not much else audio to play. It's a lot of there's no voices except for grunts and yells and stuff. Uh, so here's some of that. Check it out. So it's fine. It's just yeah. a little on the a, nose. <laughs> I don't think it's even on the nose. Like here's some more. Some storytelling. It's maybe just too baro- baroque, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Not broke, but but like it's like, oh hey, you know how there's a time era where this music was a thing? Guess what? We're gonna that's all yeah. we're gonna do, and it's fine. It's like again, very nitpicky and small. Right. Um, I mean, does it does it, it like uh does it change? Like that Some. type of music when you're getting into more action or yeah. is just, you yeah. know, there's a battle there. It totally changes yeah. and that sort of thing. Okay, but, good, good. So I don't, again, it's something you can turn off or down or, you know, substitute your own, whatever you want to do. Um, you also want to do as good a job as you can of involving the entire team in these fights or else some are going to get more XP than the others. Um, so that's just a, it's just this like, little thing that sort of pokes you every time there's a, there's a fight where you're like, Oh yeah, I should probably uh, give her a, let her hit some because if I don't, she's not going to get as much XP and they're going to out level her or whatever. Um, they also in these cartoon panels that you're seeing in the video stream, they right. if you gave that lady a new sword, she'd have the sword in these cartoons. Like, Interesting. It's right. It's, it's and in some so in some ways that technical limitation is actually really rad. Because, yes, it means less work because it's all 2D assets, but they've done the work to include it in the world and have it affect you. If you wear a new helmet, the helmet is in these cartoons from now on as if they, you know, as if they were just part of a cartoon that was already pre-written. But it's not because if you've given it to a different dude, she wouldn't be wearing it. So there's a lot of that kind of thing, a lot of choices to make. Those choices have real impact on the world. I think this is a love letter to RPG fans of the purest form. Like, I really freaking love it. Um, there's an overworld thing. If there was one more complaint, not really a complaint. I'm just getting my head around it is the problem. I just find it a little obtuse. There's like an overworld mode where in between missions and traveling to different places and doing different things, there's an overworld thing with like, you know, you can do, you can, you basically can set up defense on one of these chunks of land and that takes time and there's like a clock a world clock and as that time ticks away you put up your defenses and then okay fine you go to another part of the world and while you were gone some creatures are now attacking one of your other parts of the land that you control and so there's like this overworld almost rts kind of thing happening i don't right. even know and that's and that's more like the the 
board game part, right? Yeah, that feels like back that feels and, like risk or something. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's my favorite thing in the world, but I'm also not super far into my second run where I, I guess what I'm seeing, I'm starting to see the value of it. I'm understanding the mechanics better and I'm not hating it. Um, like I thought I would. I ended up what, killing what a guy. Is, what is, was, uh, oh, go ahead. What what is the uh, the the meaning behind Wilder Myth? Is that is the name? Is is that the world? Is that the is that the store they're after? What is it? I think it's just a fancy <laughs> fun name for a. This uh, is a fancy fun name. Yeah. Oh, okay, so maybe you guys haven't gotten to real villains. Yeah, okay. it's Wilder Myth. W i i l d e r m y t h. And it's just right. I think it's just for funsies, you know. It's not Wilder Myth, right? No, definitely not Wilder Myth. Van Wilder okay. Myth. Yeah. Um, anyway, the again, the overworld stuff, it gets better with time. Not really a complaint. The truth is I don't have much to complain about. I'm so blown away and bowled over by this thing, completely falling in love with it. And uh, right now, it's my top recommendation on Steam. I just freaking oh, love it. One of the best games I've played in a long time. Top contender for my indie game of the year, as I mentioned. I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 movable fires. And uh, that would make sense if you played that, the game. You that can, may be the highest score I have heard Scott mutter yet it is since we started giving scores yeah totally is. yeah yeah now I john, john was the one who suggested this right or was it Bo? uh john did and bo i john. think bo bo and i were both like what really this thing looks weird and we were both like standoffish <laughs> about it and then we played it and we and we really i mean really like it and i i don't want to overstate it or oversell it but it's really singing right. my tune in a way that i didn't expect i wish the characters didn't all have bad backs but that's just a it's just a you know look at them they're all hunched over all the time no matter what there's, you're there's doing there's something about that there is a, it is because the way the board is set up maybe and the fact that they're paper because if you stand them straight up it'll you have some perspective problems so you kind of have to have them hunched over and bouncing right i mean i think it just makes for if a it's much paper. simpler process pro- probably a simpler pipeline for them to get the thing done technically you know Right. Um, but it's uh, super rad. By the way, you can set up a ton about your difficulty if you want to just sort of have a story good time and not have too much challenge. You can play that way. If you want to make it harder, you can play that way. Um, you can have up to five uh, people on your team. You can split up sometimes. Um, weird dynamic stuff like someone will leave for a while to see their parents. And then you'll find out later that they're not coming back because they love it at home. And you can decide if you want to go back. Reminds there me of another game I played. Oh, what was that? Because I always thought that was weird. I'm like, what? Yeah, you can't it is just weird. leave in the middle of. That's not how. But that's how it would go in real work. life. In real life, they would. They'd be like, oh, I don't know right. if this is for Absolutely. me anymore. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff you deal with. A lot of different infighting, like some of your character, and you and you can choose a lot of this. It's like, well, do you want these two to be rivals? They'll help each other, but they're oh, they're kind yeah. of uh, what's not the word rival? What, what do you call it when you're you and your sister are, are, are vying for attention. You are competing, not competing. It's, 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 a, it's a conflict escalation. Whatever that is. But you can say you can have that or you can be like, ooh, I really like this girl. I'm going to treat her good or whatever. And you there you go. City and nails it with rivals. You're rivals. Rivals. That's what I meant. Rivals. Yep. Sibling rivals. Yeah. So there's some of that in here. Um, it's so funny watching this person's story. These characters are none of mine. I don't have any of these looking people. Uh, and that just tells me once again how how diverse the game can be. Right. I do um, like that. It's really, really neat. Even, even if they all do look like uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, whatever. I'm just do. saying they kind of do. It's You're fine. Not wrong again. You know, if I, this is a matter of taste, but a slightly different art style. It's just a little bit like some kid in junior high drew these a little, you know, right. And he's a good artist, but not quite there yet. That kind of thing. And it's not, I don't want to besmirch anybody who did the art here. Because it's obviously an aesthetic choice, and they and they and they went with it, and whatever. But you know, if these looked more like serious comic art, I might be more uh, more positive about the art. Or if it looked more like um, even more stylized and went like full. I'm trying to think of a good example. You know, like all the clay games, the clay entertainment games, yeah, yeah. they all have a certain yeah. look to them. Like they would do a killer art style pass on this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is kind of what this is kind of how top down he's almost paper like right that oh, yeah. that clay game uh don't starve i mean yeah he totally got a is bit of yeah you could have done that and i think it would have been thing. in fact what i would like to have happen is for clay entertainment to watch the or to play this game and then get really uh, awesome ideas about their own take on it and then make a game that's based on this these systems that would be amazing 
Anyway, it's very cool. I loved it. Again, the name is Wildermyth. You can't miss it on uh, Steam, and the reviews are through the roof. Stellar. Yeah, I think maybe a demo as well. Uh, hold on. I don't, Everything's I don't got demos it, now, so let me just see if that's true. That doesn't sound like right. This has... Uh, take it back. There is no demo. But there is... Let's see. Is that true? Yeah. No demo on this game. 100% worth that 24 bucks. Like, not yeah. even a question. Just an easy buy for me. And uh, I guess it was in a very short uh, um, early access, but I didn't see it. I didn't know about it. Um, but apparently that was a thing, and it hit its 1.0 launch on looks like Monday, the 22nd of June. So it's mm-hmm. really hasn't been that long. Oh, and you June. could have you could have gotten the beta. Yes. Okay. So I see what happened. So it looks like it it looks like it might have started on itch.io and then eventually found itself on a Steam store. Mm-hmm. Uh, low, lowest price in this game has been uh, 15.99, 25, uh, 20% off. Yeah. Probably when it launched. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'm trying to find a negative review and I can't. <laughs> can't do it. They just aren't in here. It's that good. Anyway, I'll stop blabbing about it now and uh, recommend it one final time. Wildermyth, go get it. You will not be regret. If any of these things I mentioned sounds interesting and you like this kind of stuff at all, freaking run, don't walk. All right, Brian, tell me all about Hellpoint. 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 Point. Yep. Well, Hellpoint's uh, an intense action RPG taking place on a derelict space station uh, with some dark sci-fi atmosphere. Uh, this was this was uh, developed by Cradle Game and published by Tiny Build. I received a Steam game code from the publisher through Keymailer that we talked about earlier. Thanks, guys. I've uh, been sitting on this one for a little while. It came out in, uh, I think, around July 2020 last year. But it's, it's still it's still pretty fresh. I don't think uh, everybody knows about it. And it's uh, on Steam right now for about $19.99. Yeah. That's usually the pretty good sale on that one. 32 normally. Do you like Souls-likes in space, Scott? Um, I don't like Souls-likes. And it doesn't matter if they're in space, if that makes you I, uh, I hope you don't mind exploring a massive space station occupied with otherworldly demonic creatures bent on your destruction. How about that? And uh, then dying. Sure. sure. And losing all of your progress points. They call those axioms, not souls. Because uh, if you uh, do mind that. There's some portals, yeah. right? I see some portals in this game. Some kind of There's portal some portals. Business. So those portals are kind of like rips in in uh, in the space. You're, the space station that you're on, this derelict space station where something bad has happened, uh, is uh, is is rotate is is around a black hole. I don't know if it's actually going around it or not, but there's a black hole involved, and is and there's these space tears. Anyway, those space tears have a name. I can't recall what they are, but you go up to them, and that's where you use your little soul shard, your little souls. Yeah, but they're called axions, right? Yeah. So you kill a creature, you get experience points, and they come in the form of axion. If you die. Uh, you lose everything. You lose all of them. We don't lose your armor. You don't lose any of your equipment. Yeah, but uh, it's very souls-like. Uh, yeah, you lose souls-like. shit. Yeah, you, you get punished for losing. You don't want to lose. Yeah, get punished for losing, but that's okay because all you got to do is just make your way back to where you last died. Pick up your stuff. No problem. Easy peasy. Except every time you die, a ghost spawns. A ghost of you. Whoa! And he hangs out. He stays there near your equipment. Yeah. And you're not really near equipment, but near your Axion drop. And uh, he's tough as nails. He oh, fights gotta, way harder than anybody get else. Your, get your shit back or whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. So you'll, and he doesn't, he's not always like, he like, he'll like start exploring. He'll start like going around in different areas. And so you'll come, you'll come, you'll show back up and like, where's my, where's my, sh- my shards at? And uh, he'll come <laughs> flying around the corner, running full steam at you. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And you have to, you know, hopefully you can uh, do a good role. This game has some really good responsive controls. There's always important in Souls-like in the combat to be able to roll, dodge, and, uh, you know, break those uh, those shields when you're attacking. All that stuff's very important. I like when you die. And, it says Spawn Deceased, which makes it sound like the char- the comic book character Spawn has died. It does, because what happens is you actually start this game, you're uh, you're organically printed, uh, in this in this pool of goo, that's how you show up. So you're this this bland humanoid. You're just, you're basically nothing. You're just you don't have anything, and you have to work your way through and earn uh, 
by killing these other creatures they're in the ship and taking their armor and stuff and you get shields, melee weapons later on. I haven't gotten this far yet. Now this game is about mm, 15 to 20 hours. I've put in about six hours so far. And you know, some of that's kind of slow progress because I'm trying to really take in everything and what I'm doing. So I'm probably not even a fourth of the way into the game yet. So this, this game gets a lot bigger with the story than what I've seen so far. So keep that in mind when I'm reviewing this game today is a very early review for the game for me. Full game is out. You can totally go play it. I wish these games were um, like souls likes in general. I wish they would rely less on the fact that your death means a running back and killing a bunch of shit you already did. And then, you know, kind of the redoing everything kind of, and I understand what right. they're aiming for. It's like, Hey, it's like arcade games in the eighties. It was never easy. You had to, you know, work your ass off. And then if you died, well, you had to start over. Like I understand the appeal but right. I wish that that was less of that and the game was still difficult. Like the fights themselves are about timing and parry at the right moment and dodge at the right moment and learn what your enemies are doing. And maybe death is common or whatever, but don't make me go all the way back and all the way back to the thing. And, the eh, the good shit. thing is this is this does carry some of the better souls like uh, DNA, which is where uh, as you explore really important part of a souls like is making sure you explore everywhere because what you're doing is you're, you're, you're opening up shortcuts. So you may get to a point where it's like, Oh my God, it took me forever to get here. But luckily I opened that door along the way. And now to get back to my stuff, it's going to be super quick. Yeah. So if you're doing good exploration in souls, like and the souls, like map design is good, which most times in this game, it is because this space, this, this space station is huge from what I've seen so far. I have, Oh, it's been a lot. There's a lot to go. Yeah. And it's beautiful, by the way. This game is is gorgeous. I, I like something... the look of it. How come that dude doesn't have a shadow, though? It's free, weirding me out because everything else the, in the game The black is hole is sucking it up. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But it, Oh, right here. Oh, I got the column. I didn't know if you saw me had the column there. So that's oh, a right. big-ass column from the ship that I just I picked up and I was able to equip. Now, my stats... I'm unlocking some. I'm unlocking a shortcut here, by the way. My stats aren't well enough yet for me to effectively wield this weapon. So, like I said earlier, you know, you get your axions and you can upgrade, you level up, and you can choose it with your stats. You can can apply it to your strength or health. Got to have a certain level of strength to be able to wield that weapon effectively. Now, you can get a penalty for it, you know, and I can walk up and hit some people and do a crappy job of it, just like me and you have like a column. Not going to do very well. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, but, I feel uh, you. I feel you. Yeah, so Hellpoint is the name of the game. And it, like, it visually, this nailed it for me. Uh, did you see me just go up that ladder? Oh, that was really cool. Like zipper ladder. I also, I like, is, the, I like the overall uh, look and vibe of this. It's got a nice, um, I don't It know reminds me it. of exploring your dad, your dude freaks out when his body hits the ground and loses its mind. He does that sometimes. Now, I don't know what's kind of, what part is glitching and what is not because I played this on the PC, mm-hmm. but I also have it on the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try it on the Xbox as well. There was times where I'd be shaking, just like my character would be like, just, I was like, what's, what's, what's going on, man? Yeah. What's going on, Spawn? Yeah. Chill out, buddy. Yeah. Don't freak out, man. Is it because I'm near the black hole? I don't know. But this game, Hellpoint, is gorgeous. I love it. I love the atmosphere. I love the sci-fi stuff. I wish it had more music. It's got some music, but it really needs to be more. I know it's space. I know it's space, but I need like some industrial equipment or some really big space hum as I get near places. Well, Don't let's get play, any let's of play that. some it's, audio. Let's see what this sounds like here. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of muted. All right, let's see what we got. No, actually, this might be a boss fight, so there might be a lot of action. Never felt like this world is upside down. I love that kind of stuff, dude. Yeah. This vibe is totally my jam. Do as thou wilt. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, here's actually so, gameplay here. Let's play that. There's, yeah. This is me fighting a boss, I believe. So this is you boss fighting. Good meaty, chunky, fighty stuff in there. This, I like it. I like th- it. There's so much satisfying about this game. 
Now, it's not satisfying to die relentlessly and keep having to, you know, get back to your loot. Uh, but the slashing, the killing, uh, you know, the the eradication of the enemy is very satisfying. The going up and down those ladders is the coolest thing because they're like little energy ladders. And you just you just grab a hold of the little line and it just goes, just zips you up, makes this really cool noise. And you come back down. And it's just, there's a ghost. There's the ghost. There's my ghost. I'm oh, living with my ghost. carrying his um, the big old column his own self there. Yeah, so the last time I died, I had that column equipped. And so when I came back, I had to face that. So if you die with your best weapon... Or a powerful weapon, you may be screwed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really like neat. this game. I, I've played so many pixel games lately that I just wanted something different. I wanted something pretty, and I was looking through stuff, and I'm like, man, this game just looks pretty. And I was right all the way through. It's just totally engaging. And it reminds me of single-player Quake back in the day. It just reminds me of oh, that, yeah. but not... Grimy, industrial, weird alien-looking shit. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're in some kind of hellscape. And yeah. what's going on is during, also during, one mechanic that I didn't even talk about is uh, there's a time mechanic going on. Uh, but you're you're orbiting this black hole. And when it gets to certain areas around the black hole, uh, there's a little, there's a timer on the, or not a timer, but there's a little a little icon showing you that when it, when it aligns and when you get in a certain area adjacent to that black hole it spawns uh certain characters like certain you know bosses or bad guys they just all of a sudden show up and so you have to kind of like be on your toes for that kind of stuff uh, also it can reveal secret rooms and stuff that you only see during those times it's a key, neat little mechanic i really haven't explored it too much because usually i'm just trying to progress through beat the boss go to the next thing uh and almost all the creatures in this game you feel so tiny your little guy is so tiny against everything. Yeah, and your and, ghost uh, is a dick. Yeah. Oh, the ghost I don't is like just him. an absolute dick. Yeah, he sucks, dude. Because, I, like I said, it is so hilarious because I'll forget. I'll forget every time. Every time I'll die, and I'm like, oh, crap, I died. I got to get back to my crap. Yeah. And so I'll take off, and I'll start running running that way, and I'll totally forget that the ghost guy is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll come running into the room, busting in the room, going, ah, I got this, no problem. Yeah. And so I'll run halfway across, and all of a sudden he'll just pop up out of another room, just come running straight at you, and you're like, ah, shit. Yeah, he's a little bit green. <laughs> he moves He moves in ways I haven't seen you move yet. Yeah, he moves. That's because I, I don't know if his stats upgrade compared to yours, but, yeah, he seems to be making a lot better use of, of his skills than me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hell, uh, Hellpoint. Uh, it's on neat. Steam. I think it's... What's that now? It's, it seems neat. seems like a game to play. I might check yeah, it out. Yeah, 15 to 20 hours uh, normally is like a $34.99. I don't know if the end game, because I haven't gotten there yet, I don't know if the end game will satisfy enough at that price point, but it, currently it is uh, $19.94 on Steam until the 8th, July the 8th. At that price point, I think you're going to have a lot of fun if you like Souls like. I'm going to give this one seven out of ten dollars at at twenty dollars, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. So it's going to get so at at twenty dollars you get seven out of ten game, at thirty four bucks maybe a six <laughs> out of ten. Yeah, you know that's fair. A little sliding a little, scale, sure. Yeah, a little sliding scale there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've I've enjoyed what I've played so far. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back six hours in. I'm hoping to put in the whole 20 hours, learn more about the story. The story is revealing very slowly. Mm. And like I said, once again, I'm, you know, when you do things for review, you play things a little slower. You don't, you try not to rush through it. That's the truth. I do my best not to. Well, well, well done. Some days you want to, but you know. Yeah. Now the rest of you, uh, for who weren't listening, that's Hellpoint and my game. Hellpoint. My game is called Wildermyth. Okay. Now you've been told 50 million times and you don't have to ask anymore. And I didn't even mention the game has a local co-op, online co-op, some PVE. Some peeve. <laughs> some Good. Well, yeah, all kinds of ways to play. Play it the way yeah, if you, you get, want. Yeah, if you get stuck somewhere, you can invite a friend in. But I've heard people bitch because they're like, oh, if I get invited in to help somebody, I don't get any of the perks. I don't even get into the storyline. Right. It's, it's iffy. I don't usually play the multiplayer part until I've completed my single player homework. So right. I'm not even looking at that yet. Fair enough. Now this. Time to play guess our game. That's right. We have games that are old and we like to bring them up, play audio from them and see if the other guy can figure it out. 
And uh, this week is no different. I'm going to start with mine, Brian. Uh, this is from the year 2009. That's all the hint you get. All right. Oh, enjoy. Oh, whoops, it didn't play. Here we go. What year? Oh, 2009. Got it already. Yeah. What do you got there? That's that's either got to be some peggle, right? Yeah, that's some that's some peggle. All right, peggle one, baby. Peggle one, baby. You play that in the World of Warcraft waiting room. Yeah, they used to have a mod for Warcraft. When you fly, you yeah. can, uh, you could play Peggle. They got rid of that pretty quick. They also had, God, uh, I played Google. so much Peggle. Yeah, Peggle was great. Peggle was a hell of a thing. There's some games. Uh, a recent game called. Uh, I always remember. Forget the name of that thing. Ah, anyway, it's like a little RGB, RPG spin where you send like a thief into the peggle kind of a peggle world mm. and you try to smash uh, treasure chests and stuff like that and i forgot the name of the damn thing i thought i talked about it on the show did i not you may have now uh, peggle's the ea jam right so you can get it as part of that uh i don't know that's a good I think question zuma, i think i think i think zoom zuma and peggle both ended up at ea and i think it's part of their uh, well, I know, I know they bought PopCap, who made Peggle, but I didn't know if the mm-hmm. old Peggle game was... Uh, God, I love PopCap, man. PopCap and me were best buddies for a while. Yeah, yeah, for a while there. Uh, Tally rely, re- reminds us in the chat, <laughs> F-E-A is what she says. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to you stumping me. Any hint here? Uh, the year was 1999. We were all worried about 2K. Y2K, yep. Y2K, baby. Um, all right, I'm going to play it. Here we go. See if I can figure it out. Oh, I already know it. I already know it. This is Homeworld. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, man. That was two of the fastest ones we've ever done. I played Homeworld so much. That music and those voices will never leave me. They, they're part of my being. I, I oh. love the... the so, so everybody, part of the reason that I really like Shipbreaker so much, and I talk about it all the time, is that game feels like it's in that universe. It's got the same, very similar kind of vibes going on. And um, I could not get enough. Oh, I loved Homeworld so much. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah. No, I knew you not, did, and I was, uh, like, I was like, either this is going to drive him nuts or he's going to guess it right away. Thing about thing about Homeworld, though, for me, it was less about the RTS and the gameplay, which was all good. Um, I didn't care as much about how the game played. I cared about how it made me feel. <laughs> Right, and how it made me feel is like this is a rad interpretation of galactic bullshit. I love those big capital ships, the big, tall, <laughs> long one, banana-looking ones. I love uh, the sound of this game, the tracers, all the ships left behind that would slowly fade with time. So much cool stuff, man! Freaking loved it. So good, so good, all so right. good. All right, yeah, it was the fastest we ever did. Well done. Yes, but we that was just amazing. Yeah, we must have just hit hit the right ones. Hey, good news, everybody! If you stick around after the show, good you're going to get some games, and not only are you going to get some games, three lucky winners will win the following games, or they'll win some, one of three. We'll get one of each of no. How am I trying to say this? You might win one of these games at the end of the show today. Okay, <laughs> so stick around for it because someone might win Control on Steam, a fantastic oh. game. That's a great game. Yeah, That's a big game. Newish big game. Yeah, big AAA game. Uh, if you want the control, you can get it here. Hellpoint, the game Brian's playing. You can get oh, Hellpoint. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Graveyard Keeper. These are all games that are near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. So I love around. all three of those games. Yep. Uh, three lucky winners at the end of the show today. So stick around if you're live. And if you're at home going, oh, man, I'm not live for this. Hey, <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, maybe next time show up. All right. All right. Ah, that's it for that now. What do we got here? How about this email here? Oh, yeah, I got an email. This is from a listener who sent this email into boopshow at gmail.com. Their name is Scott also. And he says this. Hello, Scott and Brian. I'm a new listener, and I started playing Loop Hero on Scott's recommendation. Yes. Very fun game. Uh, At one of my many treasure battles, I noticed that I was losing health. That's when I yelled, ah, a mimic. Uh, This made me think of all the mimics I've run into in my adventuring and gaming. What are some of your favorite mimics? I love the trolling that Frost, uh, sorry, that From Software does with their mimic in Dark Souls. Love the show, though, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you, Scott. All right. Well, dude, uh, I can tell you they all piss me off. (laughs) 
There's not a mimic that doesn't make me mad. Everything from tabletop D&D style mimic to uh, some game where one uh, the treasure chest suddenly starts running after me. Hate them all. Right. Hate them all. Hate them all. So, uh, Brian, do you have a favorite? Because I hate them. I, you know, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Maybe, maybe I'll say maybe something like prop hunt where the people become the mimic. Maybe. Mm. Hmm. Does that does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's okay. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's 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 kind of always interesting because that's fun. That's like that's fun to me yeah, for some reason. Yeah. But I'm with you. The other way is kind of like son of a. You kidding me? Torchlight and Torchlight Two had a ton of mimics. I remember just being pissed every time one happened because I'd be like, "Ooh, a treasure chest!" No, just another angry little shit mimic. Yeah, just no. <laughs> Hate those freaking things, uh, but I love the I love the thinking there, dude. They're, and uh, they're always they are humorous. It, it does it, it does reveal something about myself when I encounter a mimic. So I do I do in some ways find you humorous. Yeah, they're kind of fun to draw. I'll say that. Right. I enjoy right. drawing them. I don't like running into them though. No, <laughs> uh, it's kind of like yeah. it's almost like random encounters when you're playing like you know Pokemon or something. It's just. Not now. Yeah, not now, please. I didn't. <laughs> not now. I, I tried to. In, I came in for to gold. This. Yeah, I don't want to get chased by you. Forget it. Right. Anyway, if you guys have your own mimics at home that you hate or love or have another question entirely, you can send it to boopshow at gmail.com as well as uh, leave messages and posts and things over at our Reddit page, Reddit or uh, boopshow.reddit.com. Um, I think that's it. Now, before any y'all leave, remember uh, here in a minute, we're going to give away these games, three games, brand new games. Available to you on your Steam profiles. A code will be sent to you. Simple stuff. Just hang around till right after the music, and uh, we'll give you your codes. And you guys are going to win. And we'll pull, do a random pull. It's going to be fun. Uh, followers get a two times chance of winning. By the way, so if you follow the channel or you have subbed to the channel, uh, you will have a greater chance. Uh, even if you do it right now, you'll have a greater chance when we do this. So watch for that. That's coming up right after all of this. In the meantime. Frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P is our website. You can always uh, give me and Brian a follow on our Twitch channels. I'm over at Frogpants. Brian's at Brian Dunaway. And the show can be found at Boop Show on Twitter. Find me at Scott Johnson and him at the Brian Dunaway. Brian, speaking of you, is there anything else you'd like to say before we go? Sure. Me and Kit London of the community get together every Thursday nights at 5.30 Eastern Time and play Graveyard Keeper, which we're giving away at the end of this show. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, and that it. game's pretty cool. Manage your corpses yeah. well, everyone, because it's uh, it's your ass on the line, if you don't. Uh, that's going to do it for today's programming. Uh, we'll be back next time with a brand new show. Until then, everybody within the sound of our voices, have a good one. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. Sometimes I do almost do Elmo. (laughs) 